Welcome to the Gambling Chalk Talk Podcast, where we major in the wager podcast, episode number 298, the Casey Hampton episode. I'm joined by Darth Wager in this one. We give our college hoop picks for February 18th through the 21st, and then I break down the ACC conference, and I look at the American conference as well uh, for tournament time. Remember, you can contact me with any comments and questions at jeffreybelanger8 at gmail.com, or hit me up at Twitter at Coach Belanger. Um, please be sure to visit MyBookieAG. Use promo code DARTH at checkout. You get a 50% sign-up bonus when you do that. And uh, go to the website, www.jeffreybelanger.com, uh, and look at all our picks for free. We give our picks for Friday, Saturday, and Sunday um, on the site for free as well. And when you're there, you can click on the Amazon banner ad. It looks like the, the Squeeze Play, one of the books I wrote. And buy yourself something nice on Amazon. A little bit comes back to help support the cost of the show. And speaking of my books, the L.E.R. Mini series, Cold Blood Red, Fourth and Dead, and Squeeze Play. You get those directly from the publisher, thewordverve.com. Or if you're an Amazon Prime or Kindle Select user, you can uh, download it to your favorite electronic reading device for absolutely free. Uh, so let's get right to it. Episode 298, the Casey Hampton episode. Darth Wager, we're at podcast number 298. This is the Casey Hampton episode. Do you know who Casey Hampton is? Uh, someone that was from our hometown. No, was not. He was not from our hometown. Our hometown was not named after him. He was from Galveston, Texas. Six foot one, three hundred twenty-five pounds. First round pick, nineteenth overall by the Pittsburgh Steelers. His name was Big Snack. He played for the Steelers. Big snack. So, well, he was a pretty good, like nose tackle guy for the Steelers when they won a couple Super Bowls. So, there you go. I could use a big snack right now. As you're driving in in a snowstorm to work, right? Yeah. Well, speaking of storms, we were we were storming the the bookie uh, my bookie AG to start the week. I didn't finish off too strong, but uh, pretty good weeks for the picks, I believe. Uh, what was your record? Ten and four. Ten and four. And I went six and two in the NBA, although my best bets were one and two. I went ten and seven in college, four and two in best bets. But I was, I didn't do too well on Saturday. I, I did what I call a uh, Terry Rozier in his early years with the Celtics. I would have the million-dollar move and then the five-cent finish. I did not finish the week strong. I could not make the layup. But I, I had a great move to get to the hoop, had a great start to the week, no finish. Million-dollar move, five-cent finish for the coach. So, it's funny you say that. I was 6-4 and four going into the weekend, and I won all four games. Yeah, that, that, that kind of explains your game. You were sloppy, but somehow the ball went in. Well, thanks. <laughs> hey. As long as the ball goes in, that's all that matters. That's, uh, that is true. That, that, that's all that matters. So the NBA is kind of off until Thursday. So I didn't really pick any NBAs. I, I kind of went with college for this week. What, what do you got? I got some college dibble-dabble there. But make sure you check the website, jeffreybelanger.com, for any updates. Because last week I, I did have the Sixers over the Celtics, and then 
last minute changed my mind, so make sure you're keeping track of what's going on on the website. Oh, how convenient of you, Darth Wager. Well, you can look at the edit history, Jeff, to know <laughs> that I, I changed it in plenty of time. Okay, okay, okay. All right, Monday. We're recording this Monday morning in the snowstorm that is in Connecticut. Maybe cancel my high school practice. Uh, we got uh, three games I'm looking at on Monday. How many games you got on Monday, Darth? I have uh, two games, and I don't really like them all that much. So whether or not I pull the trigger is, I don't know, up in the air. All right, I'll save my best bet for last. My first game I'll go with is a lean because there's a couple I like a little bit, but it'll be small plays. Uh, Texas Christian University is at Oklahoma State. And there's a slight trend towards the under with Okie State as a home team. The over is 4-0 when TCU has one day off as well. Uh, not, a, not a lot of data on that, on that scenario, but that's still pretty good going into it. So I'll have a small play on the over in the TCU-Oklahoma State game. Give me your game, Darth. I'm looking at Virginia, Virginia Tech. The game's at Virginia Tech. I don't trust in this heated rivalry game for Virginia to cover, but it is six points. But I will take Virginia money line. Virginia money line. That happens to be uh, one of my best bets. The over is 142 in the TCU Oklahoma State game. By the way, I looked that up just to confirm. As of That's a lot of as of as of 6:15 in the a.m. Eastern time. <laughs> uh, That's a lot of scoring. It is. Uh, Virginia, uh, Virginia Tech, my best bet for Monday. The Cavs are 7-1 and one on the road against the spread, and 5-1 and one is an away favorite. They are, the fa- they are the favorite in this game. They are laying six points. It start off as four, uh, is now six, but they are, they are pretty good as an away favorite. Virginia Tech is 1-3 against the spread as a dog this year, and they are not good in the ACC covering. They are 4-8-1. They lost to Virginia by 22 earlier in the season, so I'm taking Virginia as a best bet on Monday night. Give me your other game, Darth. The other game I'm looking at is Kansas State-West Virginia. Okay. Um... Kansas State, 7.5 points, a lot of points. The money line good, meaning under minus 400. Um, I'm going to take the money line. If not, I'm probably going to stay away. I don't like picking away teams when the spread's that high. Yeah. West Virginia has not been very good this year, though. Doesn't matter. Yeah. I it's the, away, the home teams can do strange things. Yeah, that's true. All right, my last game on Monday is just a, just a lean for me, not not a not a big play game. Uh, Illinois at Wisconsin. Uh, let's just go to the Big Ten here. Illinois won four straight Big Ten games. Uh, the under is eleven and three in Wisconsin Big Ten games this year. The Illini have been hot and hitting the over seventy seven percent of the time after a win. Uh, so two two trends going against each other. But I think you got the familiar familiarity with a Big Ten opponent. Uh, that wins out over the Illinois' hot streak. So I'm going to do a small play on the under in the Illinois-Wisconsin game. So 
That's that's my uh, Monday picks and Darth's Monday picks. Don't forget to visit MyBookieAG. You can uh, pick up on some of these games or maybe any other games you like. Uh, use the promo code Darth at checkout and you get a 50% sign-up bonus when you do that. And a little bit comes back to help to support the cost of the show. We always appreciate that. Uh, let's get to Tuesday. Darth, how many games are you looking at on Tuesday? About like three-ish. Ooh, I got five. So I'll lead off. And I got two best bets as well. So I'll lead off with a, a lean. I'm looking at Baylor and Iowa State. Uh, Baylor has a five-game win streak, and then they lose three or four. Uh they cover five of eight as an away dog this year. So they've covered pretty well on the road. Uh, they've covered seven of their 12 Big 12 games. Unfortunately, Iowa State, very similar trends as Baylor when they're home. But this is the key stat. The over is 10-2 and two in Baylor Big 12 games. I'm taking the over. It's just a slight one. Darth, give us a game for Tuesday. Vanderbilt. Oh, you're going. Tennessee. I'm taking Tennessee to bounce back after getting their ass spanked by the Wildcats. Oh, you lo- uh, you were happy about that one, huh? My God, Kentucky looks fantastic. Yeah. They always look better at the end of the year, don't they? It's just a matter of when it clicks for them. Their defense, phenomenal. Blowing up, missed shots. They were just all over the place. Tennessee looks like they're deer in headlights. Yeah. Right, I'm going to give you two, two of them leaning towards. Uh, so me and Dan can finish at the same time here. So uh, Maryland at Iowa. Maryland is 9-6 and six in ben Ten, uh, Big Ten games. Not Ben 10. Ben 10 is a cartoon my kids watch. Big Ten is a uh, basketball conference. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to morph into an alien here and, and give you picks. Uh Maryland's nine and six in Big Ten games against the spread. I was only five and six, so I got a small play on Maryland. And then I go to Atlantic Ten, uh, Dayton at Davidson. Slight trend with Davidson covering against the spread at home and in conference games. Uh, Dayton doesn't cover as well on the road, so I'm going to go with Davidson in an Atlantic Ten game. Those are a couple leans for you, Dan. Give us another game. I'm taking Maryland as well if they're not favored. Um, if for some reason Iowa's a home dog, I will take Iowa. Okay. Uh, I'm going to stay with the Big Ten. Uh, Purdue at Indiana. This is going to be a best bet for me. Indiana is a lousy 4-10 and 10 against the spread at home. 3-11 and 11 against the spread in Big Ten games. And Purdue is 8-5-1 and one against the spread in Big Ten games. And 12-7-1 and one is a favorite. They will be a favorite on the road. I'm taking Purdue. Taking the chickens. In that one. Uh, Dan, you got one more, right? Yeah, Purdue is less than eight points. I'm taking Purdue money line. All right, so you're looking uh, you're looking at a certain – you have a certain power ranking or something you're going by? You're looking at the line specifically, huh? Well, I think an away team that's less than four points, I'll, I'll dabble on the uh, – on the point spread, but if it's more than four and less than eight, I'll go for the money line just for security. Yep. If it's more than eight, I just stay away. Uh, my last one, Florida State at Clemson. I'm taking the under as a best bet. Uh, the under is eight and four in Clemson's ACC games. It's also seven and two after a loss. Uh, so that comes into play. The Seminoles, seven straight wins. Uh, 
I, I they're playing pretty well. Uh, Clemson as a dog doesn't cover as well. So if you're looking to to play a side, you might want to take the Seminoles who are streaking in Clemson, uh, who will be a home underdog has not covered well. But I'm going to go with a, a total in this one. I'm taking the under in the Florida State Clemson game on Tuesday as a best bet. So. Uh, before we get to Wednesday's games, don't forget to visit www.jeffreyblanger.com. The website will have all the games. Darth Wager updates that for us. Uh, does a great job. And uh, you get those games for absolutely free. Click on those Amazon banner ads. Buy yourself something nice with your winnings in the beginning of the week with me and apparently at the end of the week with Dan. And uh, buy yourself something nice and a little bit comes back to help support the cost of the show at no additional cost to you. Uh, at least we got a, at least we got the whole week covered for the people, right? Dan, I, like, you go to meet early in the week, and Dan finishes it off. Yeah, exactly. Make your money in the beginning of the week, and then uh, double down with me. Hey, uh, there's an old man, well, not an old man, but there's a basketball tournament going on in my town. Do you want you want to bring the shoes out, come out of retirement, old man basketball league? I know you just had a heart attack back in the fall, but we're going to play a slow pace. We're not going to run and gun like we were younger. It's not old man. There's going to be young kids in there. There's going to be college kids playing. I'm getting AK. I'm getting AK 47. I'm getting Joe Nuts. I'm getting Johnny B. I'm getting Hens. I'm getting all the guys back together that uh, we, we used to run with back in college in our, our 20s. And we're going to try and go old man style and try and beat these young pups. I mean, send me the date after the show, and I will decide uh, whether or not uh, I should dibble or dabble in that. Twenty bucks, I start a fight. <laughs> um, I, if it's anything like rec basketball I watched this weekend, that wouldn't be shocking. So, and that's just the stance. The kids are fine. <laughs> it's crazy. I just, I, I just boxed out too hard. I don't think people would like it. Yeah, well, you got to watch your heart there, buddy. Uh, let's get to Wednesday's games. Uh, I have. Just one game I like as a best bet, but I do have uh, five plays in four games. Uh, Darth, how many games you got on Wednesday? I got two. All right. Let, uh, let me lead off with a couple, and, and then we'll get to you, okay? All right. I'm going to start with the the, the uh, Villanova at Georgetown, Big East game. Uh, Nova is 9-4 in Big East games. Darth Wager, you bet them in the first half. Uh on Saturday, Sunday, Sunday, and then uh, they covered the first half and then totally blew the game and lost. Right? <laughs> they got whooped up on the second half. I think they lost by like nineteen in the second half. Yeah. So even even better for me taking Villanova as a small play in this one. They're, they'll be at Georgetown. They will be favored. Uh, they'll probably come out and, and they'll definitely finish the game this time against Matt McClung uh, in, in the Georgetown Hoyas. I'm going to take Villanova uh, in that one. And then I'm going to go to the Cuse. Louisville. Is that Syracuse? Uh, Syracuse is 8-4 and four in ACC against the spread. But Louisville is a solid road cover team. So stay away from the, the side on that one. Play the total. Oh. Syrac- What's that? How do you say that? I'm taking Syracuse. You're taking the Cuse, huh? All right. Louisville is pretty solid on the road as a cover team. Just be careful. When you're playing any orange. All right. Uh, uh, the Syracuse in the under is 11 and 5 in the Carrier Dome this year. Uh, 
uh, and the under is hit in, in five of the eight games on the road for Louisville this year. I don't know why I, this is a small play. I like it even more. Uh, but I just have it as a small play, probably because it's Syracuse, and I, I kind of tend to like root for them, and and, and kind of like swayed by my head is swayed by the heart. Uh, so I'm taking the under in that one. Uh, so one of your picks is Syracuse, Darth. Yes, one of my picks is Syracuse. Uh, what's your other game? My other game is LSU, Florida. LSU playing at home. I'm picking LSU. To cover the spread as long as under four points. All right. I'm I'm looking at the North Carolina Duke game. It's a game obviously a lot of people will watch. Uh, I'm not going to take a side in this one. I'm going with a total. Just Duke. Duke is a very public team at this point. <laughs> They're six and six against the spreading conference games. So and only thirteen and ten as a favorite. So beware when you're uh, taking a side with Duke. Uh, the under is a strong play in Duke games. I think it's because the total is always jacked up. Uh, the under is 6-3 and three in Carolina road games. So I'm going to take the under as a small play in that one. And uh, my other small play, Mississippi State at Georgia. I'm going to take the under as a small play. Uh, the, the under trends uh, for Georgia home games. And my best bet for... Wednesday's Mississippi State. Georgia has lost six in a row, ten of eleven. Uh, Georgia's three and nine against the spread in SEC games. I'm going to take Mississippi State, who I think is a uh, a, a a dark horse in the SEC and NCAA tournament. I'm going to take Mississippi State in that one. I was looking at Utah Washington, but it was I, the trends totally went against each other. Uh, the over hits a ton for Utah and a lot in their pack 12 games. But then you look at Washington and the under hits just as much. So I walked away, I put my hands in my pocket and I walked away from Utah, Washington, but I wanted to do a late game on Wednesday, but I just couldn't pull the trigger. So, uh, do you have any Thursday? You looking at Nevada? Nevada? No, I was looking at my bookie. Why? No, oh, no. Nev- I, mean, I was looking at Nevada, San Diego State. <laughs> Oh, San Diego State, Nevada. I've, I liked Nevada last year. I talked about that in the podcast. I thought they'd do some damage in the conference tournament. And now that the secret's out about them, I've kind of like ignored them all year. I, I They became a public entity, so to speak. So I, I kind of stayed away. I'm looking at an upset possibly Wednesday night. San Diego State playing at San Diego State. Oh, Nevada's at San Diego State? Yeah, San Diego State's usually a pretty solid team. That was All right. Thursday. Do you have any Thursday games, Dan? I only have a couple. Um, I don't know if I looked that far ahead. You can start. All right. I got uh, the both small plays. I got Michigan at Minnesota playing at the barn. Uh, the over is 10-5 and five in Minnesota home games, but the under is very common. In all the Michigan games. It's, it, it, so I'm going to take the better team in Michigan and their trend. I'm taking the under. And then I'm going to uh, New Hampshire for my other game. Uh, University of Hartford's at New Hampshire. New Hampshire has been terrible against the spread. 3-7 and seven at home. 4-8 and eight in conference play. Uh, this is just a small play because Hartford's 6-7 and seven against the spread on the road. Just 4-7 and seven in conference play. Uh, but I'm going to take Hartford. 
And I'm going to take the under in this one. Uh, just a small play just because, you know, I, I like to gamble and it, Hartford's a local team. So what do you got for uh, Thursday, Darth? Only game I'm looking at, and it's going to have to be a live play, would be uh, Connecticut in the second half versus SMNU. Connecticut, uh, SMU. <laughs> Connecticut is a second-half team, and depending on how the first half goes, if they are down, I will take Connecticut with the points in the second half. All right. So I looked at the uh, ACC, Dan, and I, I, I did an ACC breakdown. I was going to do the Big 12 as well, but I just didn't have enough time uh, to get it done. So I, I looked at the ACC. I got My sleeper team out of the ACC is Syracuse. Somehow they're not ranked. They're 8-3 and three in ACC, 5-1 and one on the road. I know they're a lousy 2-4 and four against ranked teams, uh, but I think they're a tough team come tourney time. Uh, defensively, they're number 24 in the Pomeroy rankings. They have length. Uh, they, they struggle a little bit on offense, but Frank Howard, who came back from injury uh, midseason, is working his way back, and he's a big player for them. Uh, I I think they're a, a very tough out, especially if you can't shoot well from the outside. They play a defense. The 2-3 zone is just it's odd because a lot of teams don't do it, and because of their length, there's no openings. There's no easy shots. I, they're my sleeper team in the ACC tournament and NCAA tournament. What a shock because I'm a Syracuse fan. Um, I agree with you. I, I, I got a new category um, for teams I'm, I'm looking at when I look at conferences. I have the all buzzer beater team. And this is the team I think that is going to like either get knocked out or knock somebody out with a buzzer beater. And my team for that is Louisville. Um, they're five and three on the road, four and four against uh, ranked teams, but they've played in a ton of close games. Uh, they seem a bit inconsistent on the offensive end. Uh, they they, but come tournament time, I think they're going to be pretty good. Even though losses are close, they come down to the wire. Uh, I just think that there's a buzzer beater waiting to happen in any game they play in. That that's. And I'll just think about the Duke game came down to the end, too. So when they had a big lead. So no lead is safe with Louisville. Uh, Another sleeper team for me is Clemson. They go about six deep. Uh, They got senior Marquise Reed at guard, senior uh, Shelton Mitchell at guard, uh, uh, senior David Scar at forward. Uh, They got another senior at forward, uh, Amir Simmons. Oh, no, I'm sorry. He's a sophomore. Uh, Elijah Thomas is the senior. Uh, four of the six guys they play are seniors. Uh, they lost a bad game to Miami on, on the 13th, uh, day before Valentine's Day uh, this month. Uh, they lost to Creighton in Nebraska in November. Those are bad losses for them. So they got to probably win four or five out of their next seven games and maybe a game in the ACC tournament to get in. But I, I kind of like what they can do. They're they're decent on offense. They're pretty good on defense. Um, I, I, Clemson's a, 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 a sleeper team for me, and uh, Virginia Tech is a sneaky team that might get into the Sweet 16. Uh, Kerry Blackshear is tough at forward. Um, they uh, they got a guy, Wabisi Bibi. Uh, he's a sophomore, pretty good. But a bunch of veterans around him, I, I think they could be a sneaky pick 
in the tournament, although they got a lot of attention with that defensive uh, game against NC State. Um, and then, of course, you got Virginia, North Carolina, Duke, the Blue Bloods. Of course, they'll be fine. Uh, I thought oh, Florida State might be overrated, but they've won a bunch of games in a row recently, and they're deep. They play 10 guys. The only thing that scares me about Florida State is they don't have a go-to guy at the end of the game. And if they ever get matched up in the ACC tournament against Syracuse, uh, they could be in trouble because they do not shoot well from the outside. So just beware of of uh, Florida State. They need a very good matchup. And I know they got a lot of depth, but depth doesn't really matter and translate come tournament time. So th- there's the uh, my ACC breakdown. Darth, anything you uh, see from the ACC that we should be uh, thinking about looking at? Yeah, betting against Duke in the first half. They never show up. They never show up in the first half. Oh, all right. I looked at one of the minor conferences. I looked at the American. I know their they're ads say they're a Power 6 conference. They're not. Uh, the only power in that conference is the uh, UConn women. Uh, they maybe get... They're, maybe, they're a two-bid league. Maybe three if Houston or Cincinnati doesn't win the conference tournament. Uh UCF has some size with Taco Fall, uh, South Florida, Temple, Memphis, UConn. I mean, I don't think those teams can win the tournament. UConn's 0-6 on the road. Uh, so it's a two-bit conference. It's it's Houston, Cincinnati. If they blow it and, and, and don't win their conference tournament, maybe they get three in. But it, it's a two-team conference right now, and the women's side is just one. So um, anything else to add to the podcast, Dan, as you drive into work in this snowy Monday? Yeah, the weathermen are wrong. It's not snowing at all. It's yeah. just rain, or freezing rain, I should say. Yeah, I still had to cancel practice. I was supposed to play practice at 9 a.m. I wasn't going to risk it. it. It looks a little dicey out there. So there you have it, folks. Well, you, have a, you have a week and a half off before your next game. No, no. So we can afford to take a day off. I know. There you have it. I hope everybody has a great start to their work week. Uh, visit MyBookieAG. Use the promo code DARTH at checkout. And uh, go to my uh, JeffreyBlander.com. All the picks will be there. It'll be updated by Darth Wager. And don't forget, I'm an author. The Ali Armini series, Cold Blood Red, Fourth and Dead Squeeze Play. You get it directly from the publisher, TheWordVerve.com. Or you can get it on Amazon if you're Amazon Prime or Kindle Select user. Download it to your favorite electronic reading device. Everybody have a great work week.